robots. What is up, guys? We are live in on a Thursday. Turning up on a Thursday. That's right. Wake up. Get up. Uh, Get up. Real quick, want to take two seconds. Uh, Albo, MFC76, Chaz Bryan, and Live Logic Gaming. Three ads, uh, three followers that came in off stream. So thank you guys so much uh, for following and getting down with us. Hopefully you enjoy the content of the channel. Uh, of course, we do the wrestling show right now on Thursdays, 7 o'clock. And then make sure you tune in Sundays for the recap at 8. Well, boys, I don't want to start us on a low point, but I guess I have to. Our uh, luchador companion, esteemed colleague, uh, Sir Gabe, uh, Super stoked for him. He got a promotion at work and everything like that. So happy that life is going great for him. Sad news for Recap Army, Recap Family, as we lose a co-host for the Maniacs. show. Recap Maniacs. Yeah. There you go. I like that. The like Recap that. Maniacs, brother. Brother. I'm, brother, brother. I'm going to steal that for Sunday, too. That's just going to be what, what everybody's going to be called. The Recap Maniacs. Man, we've been, we've been trying to think of what to call them, and you're just gonna come in with that hot take like that. I see you. Well, you got to do it. You know, it's Wait. Gabe. Start, you start, Gabe. You start low point, and you bring it into a high point right off the bat. Yeah, always keep that bar low. Always keep that bar low, <laughs> <laughs> and everything like that. Uh, we are at 86 Twitch followers now, 14 away from hitting the hundred. Once we do hit a hundred, uh, we will be doing the fifty dollar giveaway of a gaming card of your choice. If you're down for PlayStation, we're going to send you a PlayStation $50 card. If you're down for Xbox, boom, boom. Like, it it don't matter. Uh, what about Nintendo? Well, I'm pretty sure there's a Nintendo card. Is there not? And a Steam card? How about Steam? Oh, I know there's a Steam card. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Hey, man. Uh, they, you, it put, what, what about the, the Breezy's the in the chat. Shout out to Breezy. You know, uh, Fern's replacement soon if this keeps up. <laughs> hey, but we do have to say thank you, Gabe. Thank you, 210 Avalanche, for the good times. Yeah. Thank you for the good time. being there with us, starting this off, <laughs> keeping this going. Breezy says, How about Google Play? Oh, that's a good one, too. <laughs> a bunch of apps. You get a bunch of apps with that. Yeah. <coughs> We need to do the uh, the ten bell salute for him. Can uh, add that in post, please. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll add that in <laughs> in post in post. <laughs> add it in post. Well, guys, nothing nothing but love, Gabe. Nothing but love, man. Yeah, or Apple, Breezy says. Oh yeah, Apple. You can do that too. <laughs> Gabe has been future endeavored. Well, we got to do it right. We're, this is a wrestling podcast. We got to do that right. So, uh, man, wasn't it Gabe's week to host too? It was his week. <laughs> yeah, it was his week. So sorry if the show to, seems a little off the rails. It was a way to put your tail between your legs, Gabe. Come on, brother. He's like, man, I don't want to host <laughs> this shit. I'm out. <laughs> and watch next week when it's not his week, guys. I thought about it. 
I think I can manage it. I'm coming back. There you go. Make the comeback. Make the comeback. Well, I guess we can recap. I mean, that that's what we do. Um, I want to start. We we normally start with Raw, but I want to start with AEW. Let's do it. Uh, did y'all both watch AEW? I watched the majority. Yeah. Well, I know you probably watched the first like thirty minutes. You were like, "Oh God, CM Punk's on!" Oh, so awesome. Once he finished, that was it. Once, yeah. yeah, Once he finished, he went to sleep. He's like, "Man, I gotta watch this shit no more." I I didn't even shower. I know. <laughs> you got to put the old man in the, in the beginning of the show so he can rest the yeah, rest of the that's day. Right. So that's, right. that's it. why we, it's called a DVR. We record that. YouTube TV. <laughs> uh, what'd y'all think of that match? It was a classic. It was a classic. It was nice. It was actually nice to watch because you know Penta actually put in uh, a good work of carrying him. Unfortunately, we did see almost an accident happen where CM Punk almost lost his knee. You know, he he did throw out his knee, uh, and man, it, it just it, it was sad to see because right then and there, it's like, oh, it's an injury. Oh no, we're gonna, you know, he's doing so well. He's getting. It sounds like the announcers are giving him a prominent push that he's gonna go for a title, that he's gonna go for the main title. We don't know how that picture is going to work out, how many months from now that's going to happen, but we did are starting to hear and see that. And then when that little almost injury happened where he tweaked his knee, it's like, oh, no, you it's like you jinxed him. Don't jinx him. You know, you we want to see Boone it happen. Moment? You want to have a Rick Boone moment right there? Exactly. The Rick Boogs. You don't want that Boogs to happen where he throws out his knee and then he's out. So we don't know what's going to happen. I haven't seen anything on on uh, the socials or the, the sites or anything of – any more information on what happened with that? But I mean, he uh, Penta still kept him going, and uh, they worked it through. He, I mean, he's a veteran; he's a professional. He made it happen. I think it still looked good, even though it kind of he was wobbly at the end. But I'm, I, I love the match. It was a good match. Randy, I thought. Dad? I thought. I mean, kudos to Penta for really kind of you know selling it, making it, and making it a, a real show. I mean, not that CM Punk doesn't know what to do he's he is a veteran like you like fern said and i mean again just kudos to penta penta and penta's been in the same situation with with his tag team partner so he knows it's just you know you the show goes on and you push through and and you give the fans what they want and it's a good show right so mm-hmm. it was it was a great it was a i won't say a great match it was a good match and and i guess a kudos to kudos to penta for all, for carrying it That's... that match wasn't even supposed to happen I'll say this too, you know, I, I think we all three are in agreement. At the end, it almost seemed like Penta jumped up there to to take the GTS. Mm-hmm. Uh, so shout out to Penta. He, mm-hmm. Super, super good wrestler. I mean, hell, even his work in Lucha Underground, like that man is just, if he isn't champion in the next, I won't say this year because Punk's going to get the push. I have a feeling Wardlow's going to get a push. So I'll say by the end of next year, if he's not champion, it, it'll be criminal. At least you the mean, TNT a, title. Uh, say a singles champion or world champion? Uh, I, we'll just say, okay, just at least TNT. <clears throat> a singles push? A singles push at least? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think you think they would give him uh, maybe a Ring of Honor belt and kind of make him kind of bring that show up as, they start, as it starts kind of getting more TV time? When you start bringing it into into the into the TV kind of realm with with the rest of the AEW, 
that would be nice because they're starting to put a lot of the uh, the wrestlers over there. I mean, one, one that we saw later, that happened later in the show with Samoa Joe. Now he's carrying gold. Exactly, exactly. And you have Tony Nese. You, you can you can take you could take some rookies. Tony Nese isn't a rookie, but you take Tony Nese. You take Hook. You give them their own platform, <clears throat> right? With with uh, with uh, Jay Lito and and Sanjay and all them that are already established, and then you kind of start intermingling them, and then you have your, <clears throat> I mean, we'll quote, we'll quote unquote say Raw SmackDown NXT, right? Mm-hmm. Now you now you have your rosters where when you do pay per views, you're able to kind of, oh, that Ring of Honor champion's gonna be versus a TNT champion the, the television champion and the tnt champion we're going to combine them to make a new or just a brand new AEW belt right that's that's how you start kind of weaning out the belts but at the same time kind of getting everyone some exposure so mm-hmm. i think i think penta ring of honor champ sooner than later mm-hmm. AEW champion i i'll go with cody in the next probably by the end of next year he should at least be holding that tnt champion or again tag team champion Again, so I mean, I either way, I, I want to see him with some gold on him. So, yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, of course, after this match, uh, I believe we had tag team championship match: uh, Jurassic Express versus Red Dragon. I'm still surprised that Jurassic <laughs> Express is the one holding on to the belt, but this is going to pain me to say this. That was a good match. A great match, I think, and, and and it makes sense. It makes sense because you're creating storylines away from the title picture. You know, you're building these FTR, Red Dragon, Young Bucks, and who else knows who's going to come from the shadows, right? And you're creating this whole kind of everything behind the scenes. You're still putting Jurassic Express in the forefront, TV ready, and they're in the, they're in the front of the limelight. But you're creating a kind of allure where people are like, who are they going to face next? Who should face them? They just beat Red Dragon. They just beat Red Dragon and the Young Bucks in the pay-per-view. They just did this, they just did that. What's, what are they building up to? Is it FTR? The number, one, the number one contenders, the acclaimed. Are they the number one contenders? I believe they're number has, two. has the belts? I believe they're number <clears> two. Because well, they, they, they went down in line because they lost the last uh, tag team championship they had against them. Gotcha, gotcha. But again, you're building you're building a lot of back tag team storylines right now, right? Mm-hmm. And and you're kind of pushing towards maybe a great tag team champion match in a future pay per view. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, isn't isn't next week? The, it's this uh, Saturday. The, the belt, the belt, something. What is it? Battle for is? the belts, number two. Better for, better for the belts, number two. So, I mean, you, they might be leading to that, or they might be just kind of. Again, saving it, saving their back pocket because I know it. Like Cody said, it pains you to say it, but they are doing a good job. Jurassic Express is doing a good job. They're they're putting some good matches on. Mm-hmm. They're kind of getting their moment to shine. So it, it's nice to see it because they're kind of homegrown to AEW instead of teams that they've been brought in from other places. So mm-hmm. it's nice to see, and we'll just see where you know where it ends up, where that whole tag team division starts kind of lining up to. I want to say the next pay per view is either late May or early June because it's quarterly. Their their pay per views are quarterly. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention then the the weird kind of off time cutaway of 
the Jericho Society landing and uh, Santana Ortiz and them meet him. Favorite Eddie Kingston. I hate. I hate. <laughs> Eddie Kingston, what a shit wrestler. What a fucking shit talker. What a he's fucking right. slow in the ring. He looks he he doesn't he looks like he has he's had wrestling his whole career and it's fucking garbage. I swear, I'm a swear I'm a swear Jared, I'm a swear Jared, but that that man his you face ask Fern, makes me want to punch him. I've been screaming that from the mountaintop since before we were doing this show. I cannot stand Eddie Kingston. I think he's the worst he can cut a good promo though. He can cut a good promo. I don't know. I, I no. no Cynthia's gonna come, and come in and say thank you, Randy. Sorry, I've been saying this for a long time. <laughs> I did. All right. I, I, I get no I, love. I'm just, All right. I, I'm just gonna say Eddie Kingston shouldn't have a push with with Chris Jericho. One, you know Santana and Ortiz. That's a different thing. But for him to get any kind of push to be on TV. Now nah, put him on darker elevation. Yeah, he's a veteran. He's been doing it for years. Let him do that stuff because just his presence and and just just the way he moves, it's it's you know I'm not a wrestler, but that's pathetic. Like you can't you can't be on AEW and be doing like Matt Hardy hobbles, but he earned his spot, right? Eddie Kingston hobbles because he's out of shape. It's a different. It's a whole different thing, right? Like it's not because he's hey, been fi- he earned he's been his out of shape, it. okay? Yeah, yeah, all those fucking beers and tacos and whatever he eating. Yeah, what up, quick? We're, we're right now. We're talking about Eddie Kingston and how he should probably just go down to like GCW or something. <laughs> Recapping AEW right now. Yesterday's show. Yeah, but, but we are going to sure. be talking uh, heels, 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 villains. But I did. I still like the end result. With uh, the the Jericho Society or Jer- Jericho Appreciation Society, just beating them, beating them to bits. Yeah, hit them with the bat again, that was, Jericho. Shit. That's that's the highlights. That's the highlights. Choke him out. Do the crippler with a bat on his face or his throat. Something. Just get him out of the damn dynamite and and rampage. Just just take him off of TV. Put him on dark elevation and let Santana do their own thing. But that storyline's gonna finish. I got one for you. Okay. So you already know right now it's Eddie Kingston, Santana Ortiz, and against Jericho Appreciation Society. There's five of them over there. They got three. So they may recruit two more people just to fight them, like a stadium stampede kind of match and a pay-per-view or something like that. Who do you guys think they would recruit for the other two people they need to fill out their group? Bring back LAX. You bring out Homicide and, and uh, Hernandez. I mean that makes yeah. sense. If, if if you're doing if you're doing like a a mesh up with TNA, which they've been doing like here and there, you know this this random spots for for big spots like pay per views or whatever, bring LAX. I mean okay. that's that's probably falls along the line because they're all from New York. They all have mm-hmm. that background of of at least some some form knowing each other. So that sounds a little better. But I mean people in the in the company now, I wouldn't I wouldn't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I have no earthly idea. Yeah, I, I'm with you there, too. I was just curious if you guys had any insight. Since y'all love Eddie Kingston so much. Love to hate him. <laughs> uh, so the next one I'm going to mention, Symbiosis, you crazy bastard. <laughs> Woo! 
the two bitty, the two hundred bitties, two hundred bitties Ooh. without saying Ooh. a word, just comes in and drops it. Uh, Quick says, uh, "Saw Thunderosa's new video with Simon Miller from What Culture." Uh, shout out Simon Miller, a uh, huge fan of What Culture Wrestling, and his uh, his fist of power, thumb up, thumbs down. Uh, mm-hmm. Great, great show. If you don't watch What Culture, definitely a good watch on YouTube. Uh, Symbiosis says, "At work, figured I'd stop in for a bit." Yeah, uh, hey, I know. Always appreciate there. it. Yep, you're out hey, there at the yeah. plant grinding. We appreciate mm-hmm. you coming in, bro. Uh, that's don't why forget, you, don't, don't forget to follow Symbiosis. You know, right. he he comes in and he makes his presence known, and he's like, I he just walked in, dropped the mic, and walked out, and that's, that's the right. way to do it. That's why you mm-hmm. see the belt and you see Symbiosis name on the belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is our reigning, defending world heavyweight, undisputed, champion. undisputed. Uh, so this one, I'm gonna say skip. I'll take y'all's votes on it. But Marina Sh- Shafir versus Sky Blue. We can talk about Sky Blue. That's about it. Hey, she, it's not she, about she, her wrestling. It's not about her wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but she's making her way to the ranks though, because they're 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 actually giving her more TV time, which is needed because they need another pretty girl face out there. Yeah, but I'd see, rather see. That that's the thing though. This wasn't supposed to be a sky blue push. This was supposed to be a Marina X MMA fighter. Like, oh yeah, no, but, no, no. I, I totally agree. Sucks. But I would, I'd rather see her than Red Velvet. I'm sorry, I'll say it now because I'm just not a fan of Little Brandy. Uh, Red Velvet actually is supposed to be kind of joining the Jade Cargill stable. Well, she needs something because Brandy ain't there to save her anymore. All right, so I think we're all in agreement. We can skip that match. So yeah, I think the one thing we can touch on, we can touch on with this, with this, the women's match is, I understand that you know, AEW's been drawing like these little tidbits of women's matches, but there's never really any any solid storyline. So that's a little disappointing. A lot of them, the storylines are on the on the B shows. And I and I get that, but if you're gonna draw it on a live on on one of those main shows like Rampage and Dynamite, put Jay Cargill, put mm-hmm. Thunder Rosa, put put those names. Don't I understand you're trying to put some feature on some some rookies and and some up and comers, but use those B shows to build the, the, them up and and some kind of storyline because to me that's a waste. That's a waste mm-hmm. of time. Not because they're not good wrestlers, it's because. They're just kind of throwing it on you, right? Like, oh, here it is, there it is, and 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 these are two people you don't really know, so we'll mm-hmm. see, and then that's it, right? Like they give you that little quick vignette of who they are, and then oh look, here's their match next, and then it's like you forget about them. Exactly, exactly, mm-hmm. and and it becomes a it becomes a restroom break, right? And the whole point of pushing women's wrestling is it so it's not a restroom break, and you're you're making it that way by not having any kind of anything for them. There's no storyline. There's no really back back. Backstory, back backstage, anything. It's just I'm gonna beat so and so up, and my match is next. And you're like, what? And then and then it comes on, and I'm like, okay, well, I can take my dog out. You know, it's it's like that situation. So that's yeah. my only that's my only take on that. Not because it's the, those particular wrestlers. It's just the way that they're handling the women's wrestling. They could do a better job, or at least build it up a different way, and then and then let them earn their spot on the main show. So. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they can change that. Hopefully they can kind of start. 
right. getting the ball going. I'm going to throw a hot take at you real quick since we are talking about women's wrestling. <laughs> Tony Storm should lose. Yes. She's yes, not, though. Sure. They're, they're going to do the whole, oh, she's the hot name coming in, so she's going to get a massive push. She'll make the finals of the Owen Hart Cup. They won't. They won't do that. You know why? Because Ruby Soho is down in developmental. It's the same thing. She got a because yeah. Quick says where is Ruby Soho? Uh, exactly. She's in dark matches and stuff like that. You got to find her on YouTube. She's uh, building her record through the dark matches and helping out uh, the, young, the young uh, people, right? Some of the young people, and then he also. But it's a name to also have to watch those shows because she's there tag teaming with Anna J and Sky Blue. You know, that's their little face, uh, baby face group that, they, that they've been doing some matches with. But think about it, like Tony Storm, you, you didn't even know. And when she made her debut, it was like, oh, shit, it's Tony Storm. That was mm-hmm. it. It was like, holy, holy moly, Tony Storm is on, on AEW. It was like, oh, cool. Oh, I forgot. I forgot she left WWE. Cool. Like, she's not going to get the push, and she shouldn't. Someone else should get that push. It's put the work in, or time in at least, but... Yeah, she shouldn't get the push, but definitely a good name because, again, people who come from WWE, whether you want to admit it or not, come with some kind of real estate behind their name, right? Mm-hmm. It, there's WWE has a bigger reach around the world. Oh, my God, Tony Storm came to w, uh, AEW. Might not mean much in the States, but maybe overseas. Oh, I saw her on, on NXT UK, mm-hmm. and now she's in AEW. I want to see that. I want to see AEW. <laughs> Pick up your mind. Were you excited about her or not? <laughs> yeah, shout She's out to lay the smackdown on your Rudy Pooh candy ass come this no, weekend. No, 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 no. I'm taking care of her. She's sick right now. She's under the weather, but I'm glad she's here watching. Hi, babe. All right. So, <laughs> from the debauchery that is the women's wrestling there in AEW. To Keith Lee and Swerve Scott versus Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. Love the spots. Love the spots. I like the the Swerve jumping off of Keith Lee's chest. I like the pop for Ricky Starks. I like Hobbs doing some underhanded nonsense. Good good way to bring some people who have been on, on Rampage on the Friday night show to to kind of Almost like a set, uh, uh, another main event on Wednesday night. I thought it was good. I liked their their back and forth. So I liked they all they all had their spots essentially, but there was a nice there was nice moments there where I felt like okay, it makes sense for them to like really kind of showcase them because it was it was a good spot for sure. I agree. My my I, opinion, of course. I am not a Keith Lee guy at all, but the fact that they've teamed him with uh, Swerve. Swerve Strickland, sir, not Swerve Scott. Swerve Strickland. Uh, really, I think it was needed. I know Keith Lee was supposed to come in with all this pop, but I'm not a Keith Lee guy. You know, him and Eddie Kingston can both go away, and I'd be totally okay with it. Whoa, whoa! I would, I wouldn't. That's He's not as because... bad as Kingston, but I just mean not like as bad. Not as bad. He's nowhere near. That garbage of a human being. All right. He's a big man who can move like a little guy. Come on. Uh, he's athletic, but just he's the athletic. way he carries himself and stuff like that. It's called a character, Cody. It's 
It's called a character, and we're going to talk about it later in the show. Character, right? Yeah, well, character. I hate his character. Uh, I would love, <laughs> Quick just says, uh, has Miro been on? No, Miro has not been on. But, man, I would love to see Miro come in and face Keith, Keith Lee and just destroy him. Because Miro. It'll be a good match, but man. I don't think he'll destroy him, though. It won't destroy him, but it would be. Because cause Miro is a deceptive, strong man. Look at this pussy. Right? This bitch is going to jump on the counter behind me. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to wrestle. So she wants to wrestle on it with your cage. Right. But that that's. Miro's a deceptively strong like a, a powerhouse like he's deceptively strong he's a big guy and you know he you know obviously you know he can move and he can fight but when you put him next to keith lee you're like oh keith lee's gonna destroy him and that's not the case say hi <laughs> hey guys <laughs> so we'll you, you, you already you already uh uh clicked on cody's add he stopped listening Oh, go, wait, we were talking he, he, about. He ain't got Keith no Lee, love. He ain't so. got no love for Keith Lee. You know, he ain't got no love for Keith Lee. I'm, I'm gonna. It's just like the Kingston thing. Unless I'm, I'm in it to bash him. I'm not gonna say nothing. <laughs> 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 but I think I like a. You know, they pushed the 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 Taz group. I, I'm still waiting for the FTW Championship to be kind of defended, or at least hooked to have it for some reason, and that's how they get out Ricky Starks out out the the stable. And they kind of bring Hook in and, and let him have the FTW, and then let him have like let him be the mouthpiece where he's just overly vulgar or overly aggressive to have that FTW belt, right? Ricky Starks is cocky, but he's mm-hmm. not overly aggressive. I feel like Hook is so quiet that the moment he does talk, he can go two ways, right? He's either gonna be super baby mm-hmm. or he's gonna be super heel. And if you give him the, the FTW belt, that gives him the kind of reason to be overly aggressive. His dad's Taz, like, when Taz had that belt, when he first made that belt, all he did was talk nonsense. Mm-hmm. Non-stop, right? And then he backed it up by beating people up. So, give it to Hook. If you're going to make that push, give it to Hook. Let him let him destroy people and let him start talking, but being overly aggressive for no reason. I think that'd be a nice push. Hook a mania, brother. I don't know about the mania part, but... Yeah, Hookamania. Come on now. Brother, the other brother. cat came in and was like, what? We're getting on camera? I'm down. <laughs> Give me my two minutes. All right. Uh, real quick. Quick says, too many people on AEW now. They have to fight for spots. And that's why we're seeing, like, Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee thrown together in a tag team and stuff like that. AEW now, I feel like, has to do things like that in order to get some of these guys TV time. Uh, hopefully, Ring of Honor turns into its own show, uh, as we've said before many times on this program. That way, you know, divvy it out. They do have other sure. shows like Elevation and Dark and all that stuff, but it's on YouTube, so you're not going to see a whole bunch of people flock to that the way you would see a cable TV show. Uh, I mean, said, I, I haven't seen so many damn stables in my life. Yeah. And AEW seems to have tag team on top of tag team on top of stables on top of groups and top you know factions like i get it like you you fight for your spot you create some kind of faction and yeah you don't have to kind of showcase anyone in particular because you have a faction oh you know maybe i'm just a background player and i'm doing stuff on dark and elevation it makes sense but i mean 
you're, you're not wrong. Like too many people, and I've been saying it since the get, since I joined this this podcast. Is there's too many people, and and everything is like the surprises and all that stuff are just gone. Like it's just like, all right, well now they're together. I mean, a perfect example: Blackpool Blackpool Combat Club. You just part of it now, and you weren't doing anything with Brian or or Mox, so they created a a, a team. And now you're bringing you to, you got some fresh young blood. So, I mean, all it, all of it makes sense, but it's still like, mm-hmm. get another show, get another show, put Ring of Honor on TV already. Like, let's, let's start it going if you're going to do that. I don't know if you saw Cynthia's comment there. Ring of Honor needs to be its own show. I don't want them to turn into WCW. They need to learn from WCW's mistakes. I oh. agree. As long as they keep Vince Russo away from it, I, I think they're, they'll do okay. <laughs> you want to talk about a show killer? Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want somebody hanging off of uh, dangling in a shark cage over over the the match over the ring, fighting for somebody like that? No, 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 no. I'm okay. No. Uh, what was that dumbass match in TNA where they they put like a broomstick or the the axe handle? Uh, the axe handle match where it was up on a pole. Do y'all remember that in <laughs> TNA? Nuh-uh. No, it wasn't, it wasn't an axe handle. I thought it was something where they put it together and they could use it as a weapon. It was four corners of a pole and there was a part of the weapon on one pole, a part of the weapon on the other pole, part of the weapon on the other pole and part of the weapon on the other pole. And you could put it together and use it as a weapon. I, I think that's what it was. If I remember wow. correctly, that's when they went from the hexagon or Back to the regular force foresight ring. Oh, that was a uh, that was during Hogan. Yeah, right around the main mm-hmm. event mafia kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me just, just a sec, and I am going to. Uh, well, here, let's do this while I look for this. Y'all go ahead and talk about the best Mike Spitter in AEW right now, MJF. Versus Captain mm. Sean Dean. And I'm going to look up that axe handle thing. I'm not an MGF fan. I thought that was a waste of a space. A waste of a spot. I know you're trying to push a Wardlow, but... That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I drank 12 Dr. Peppers that day. <laughs> <laughs> I told the president I had to pay. Yeah, it was. it was... It was. I don't know if you're a fan, Fern, but like, I I I I like the Wardlow push. Mm-hmm. MJF's mm-hmm. a great talker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that's. I mean, I, mean, that's I like just... the, I like the fact that they they gave another win to Sean Dean like that. That they're they're pushing wins over uh, MJF's little group or crew or whatever's left of them, and just kind of pushing him, but not really pushing him. They're just pushing him over MJF. They're essentially they're essentially putting a match that should be on dark, on rampage or or dynamite, right? Because that whole little like kind of ordeal or I guess little situation that happened could have happened on any show really, because mm-hmm. it was a it was meant to be a squash match, right? Yeah. How long was it? Five minutes. If. That was about it. Mm-hmm. If if Not exactly that. right. So you use it. You use it as that. They're they're dragging out what's supposed to happen with MJF and Wardlow. That's all they're doing. They're trying to find ways to keep dragging it out until they can get to a pay-per-view to give them that match. Because exactly. that, we know and, that's going to be a pay-per-view match. And, and who do you Excuse keep me. on TV? You, you're one of your 
best mic people, right? Your best mm-hmm. best people, one of one of the better people on the mic. You got to keep him on TV somehow. And yeah, he's gonna fight and cheat probably to win because usually they're heels. But right. it's it's still it's still those situations where you're like, to me, that was a waste. That was mm-hmm. a waste. It was there was no there was no good promos cut. There was. I mean, it, remnants of uh, the PG era when it first started at WWE. That's what mm-hmm. I remember. It kind of gave me remnants of. So, I will say the no sell when uh, Spears hit him with that chair. That, that was yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. What was the last match? Oh, the the Ring of Joe Honor and... World uh, Television Championship match with Samoa Joe and uh, Suzuki. Suzuki being the champion, and then of course that. Brought Santam Singh, ex Dallas Maverick out. Yeah. So well, before that, before the end of the match, I like how they did old school New Japan where they just let them strong style the the, the hell of that match, just sl- like chops so, on the on the chest, forearms to the face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and if you bring Suzuki in, the whole thing is to give to showcase what he's known for. Mm-hmm. And to see their chest and their neck area just, I mean, look rough. Like, I, I can imagine how they felt today. After. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, today, because they had adrenaline right after. But today, and they woke up, and I'm sure they had, they're had they all just purple and, and yellow right now. Or red scratches, all that, yep. But, but, a slow, methodical pace kind of match. Good, mm-hmm. good, good pace. I, I thought it made sense. I thought it made sense. Uh, Did you find quick, it? Two quick things. One. This was the perfect match for me for with Samoa Joe uh, coming in. Like y'all said, slow, methodical. He's supposed to be this big powerhouse guy. Suzuki's supposed to be this old school, thug it out, let's brawl it up kind of guy. So this was a perfect match for me. I loved this match. Uh, two, it was Kurt Henning, Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect, versus mm-hmm. David Flair in an axe handle on a pole match where eventually... Uh, they just made one of the like camera guys climb up the pole. I think Kurt Henning made somebody climb up on the pole, get the axe handle down, and that's how he won the match because the match was so swear jar fucking stupid. I mean, it sounds stupid when you talk about axe handle, and there's no there's no end game to it. Essentially, yeah, it's it literally like was it. an axe handle up on a pole. The pole was attached to a corner of the ring. It was ridiculous. Sounds like a match for money, really. That's all it was, right? I mean, yeah. that was, that That's was a it. Vince Russo match, man. That's why I'm like, man, as long as as long as they stay was away that, from Vince Russo. Was that WCW? Was that WCW? Uh, that was TNT. TNA. TNA, sorry. TNA. TNA. Mm-hmm. I remember a match, and I, I mean, it was either WWE or TNA where they had four corners, or maybe three corners, and maybe not the one towards the camera, where they had pieces of... You know what? It wasn't pieces of a weapon. It was different weapons that you could use. Yeah, That's and it was, was in a yeah. The different weapons were attached to the cage. I remember that match. Right. Yeah. It wasn't a cage. It was they were just on poles on a regular ring. And I think I'm if I'm not mistaken, Shane McMahon was part of that match. I'm not sure. It sounds I like something a match that he would do. It was in a cage. Maybe it was in a hell on a cell. Maybe there. Maybe that was also another match. But I remember seeing like long flagpoles style hanging with weapons, but it was mm-hmm. still open, like an open, still ring. To me, that sounds like early TNA. That's what I thought TNA, mm-hmm. right? Because it this, sounds like yeah. an early TNA kind early, of thing. Early TNA, the before axe, the uh, the change to Impact. The axe handle match was Mr. Perfect's 
last match because he was found dead in a hotel room a month later. Uh, what was he still holding, holding the X handle? <laughs> Jeez, it was in his back. PB says tits and ass. Mm-hmm. It's total <laughs> nonstop action, sir. Jesus. It's a family show. Keep it clean. Keep it PG, guys. Family show. So, do we want to talk about WWE or do we want to go into. Before we jump into it, I want to say I I like how people knock on WWE, but I like how AEW is trying to do the same thing. Let's bring a big, almost type wrestler who is foreign and let's, let's push this whole. There's a big giant and he's unstoppable and blah, 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 blah. Knowing damn well that any one of these wrestlers, especially Samoa Joe, can either pick him up, hit his knee, and take him out instantly and do all this stuff. I'm like, dude, just stop trying. Like, stop your roster. Stop stop bringing people in and let the people you have fight and create storylines because, okay, WWE, like, come on. Let's just stop this. I already know Satam Singh's ring name is going to be the Terrible Kali. He's faster than the Kali. At least he can move. Because he did the same move. You saw him. He grabbed his head and he was squeezing it. I was like, dude, that, that means you don't know any other wrestling move or no one trusts you yet to pick them up and drop them. You too green. Yeah. Too oh, green. Uh, I, I almost forgot. House of Black versus uh, Fuego del Sol. Like, what's going on with that? That's all they have going on for them right now. That's been carrying over from Rampage. Yeah, but I'm just like, man, I'm I'm waiting. Like, did you see that vignette that uh, that Malachi Black did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's it... a build up to something. It has to be. I mean, it's gonna be. But uh, mm-hmm. what it is, I mean, Fuego So isn't the person to build that 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 kind of feud with. But we'll see who it happens. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of House of Black, uh. Are y'all surprised that Julie is still with Varsity Blondes and hasn't just switched over yet? They're not pushing her storyline. Like, figure out what you're gonna do with her. She's gonna be all demented and oh, I'm I'm a heel now. I'm 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 a bad person. I'm not a a good cheerleader anymore. We'll do something with her. Start like putting face paint on her or make her like a like a I don't know like a zombie cheerleader or do something with her instead <laughs> of just like letting her sit there throwing a fit like. Then you're not. She's not going to be Alexa Bliss. So. I I really really thought that's what they were going to do because I saw her eye patch move a little bit at the last show and she had the black paint like Malachi under it. So I was like, man, I thought that that's what was about to happen, but no. What well, what was it? Was it Rosemary on TNA, mm-hmm. or or right or Impact whatever? Yeah. Right. Who did that? I feel like you can't do that. Mm-hmm. If you're you know you can't you you have to do something different with her, but. I mean, another dead storyline, right? Because you're focusing on too much other things. So, yep. Let's work on those. Let's work on those. Let's get some some better uh, kind of bookers, I guess, to kind mm-hmm. of put those, put string those together. If you're gonna string them together, start make the varsity bonds fight. Yep. House of Black, and it makes sense. Okay, then she's on turn on them. She's gonna she's gonna turn the the valley heel, right? What we're about to get into. She's gonna turn the heel, and it makes sense. So, mm-hmm. and just let her start creeping around with them and following them around and stuff. Exactly, like how what Nikki did with San, uh, Sanity. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. The Nikki Nikki did the same thing with Sanity. She just creep around, and all of a sudden she's part of the group, and she's vicious, and mm-hmm. and and now she has 
a storyline where she can just beat up anybody and she can interfere with anything because <clears throat> she's crazy. Right. So, so if you do that, then at least at least start kind of putting them in competition together, not just oh, this completely different storyline. And then maybe the the more advanced fan will be like, well, maybe they just do this because we're making those storylines up in our head, right? Oh, we can do this, we can do this, but the casual fans are like. We just happen to be those advanced fans. Exactly. You're like, okay, okay, WWE ripoff, because you automatically think as a casual fan, oh, this is another Alexa Bliss. Mm -hmm. This is what it is. So we'll we'll see. Yep. Uh, So WWE, I want to kind of just speed through real quick. I'm going to name a couple of key spots, and then I'll just turn it over to y'all. Y'all can kind of talk about it. Uh, Veer dominates Dominic like dominates dominates I'm gonna say this Eddie Kingston might be a better wrestler than Dominic I cannot fucking stand Dominic that maybe Veer but not Dominic maybe Veer not Dominic like I Eddie Kingston and Dominic can both get fucked and my McMahon loves his Giants Let's just let's just put it out that McMahon loves his giants. He brought an Indian giant in, or whatever Iraqi giant. I don't know what you want to call him. Whatever. Uh, but he brings another person in that he can use when when they're going overseas to do stuff. Hey, let's push and promote. We've got someone from when we do a Saudi Arabia show, and we got Veer Mahan. He's a big thing. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? But it's another giant. I'm tired of giants in WWE because they really don't do anything. Almost. Come on. Same thing. You know, it, it's just there's no. The the one that was with uh, Apollo Creed, that other big guy. Oh yeah, there's yeah, another big guy. Do shit. No. Uh, AJ Styles uh, versus Damian Priest was fucking stupid. Ends in a no contest where he just kneels and the lights go off. Fuck out of here. Sword jar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Naomi beats Liv Morgan. They're just trying to hype up the feud of the two tag teams that just got shoved together because WWE doesn't know what to do with all the women as they try and push women's wrestling now. Once again. Once again. Bring back the Divas belt. Uh. <laughs> bring back the Tramp Stamp belt. Hey, if you bring the Divas belt, then you got to bring back TNA uh, matches. Uh, Cynthia says Giants are boring and Quick says Veer sucks Uh, we Mm -hmm. saw RK bro defeat Alpha Academy for like the millionth time I'm getting a little sick of that feud Uh, the Usos defeat the Street Profits via pinfall Uh, only thing I want to talk about that is Montez Ford and how high he gets like that man when they showed that spot when he did that frog splash holy crap I I know he, I know he can jump, and obviously he's done some incredible things with with, with off the rope or out, out the ring. But and out, that he has his nice spots, and I'm just waiting for him to get a singles push at some point because the other one is it's just a kind of like a, <clears throat> a weight holding him down essentially. Yeah. All right. So what if we take the other one out and we put Ricochet in, and then it's Montez and Ricochet as the Street Profits. Okay. I'd see that. I'd I'd be okay with I that more than see that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Hell, you know what? Put, put 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 up uh, Apollo Apollo Cruz 
<clears throat> or the other guy that was with uh, <clears throat> the Gold Standard. What was his name? Alexander. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Put him with with uh, Montez Ford. Now you have you have a shorter guy who's strong, either in Apollo Cruz or uh, Alexander, and then you have Montez Ford who's just quick and high flying. Like why don't I'd you just put better. all of them together and make the new day- nation of domination? They're not mean enough. They're not mean enough. They're dark enough. <laughs> uh, so I uh, we don't associate with Fernando in this uh, recap yeah. mania show, but uh, Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, two coming soon. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they're they're pushing. Isn't that for backlash? Uh, the next pay per view that's going to happen. I think that's already that's already they're already setting that up. Yeah, I believe mm-hmm. so. Yeah. <laughs> Breezy says, I thought this was a family show. <laughs> uh, it's getting later in the show. So, of course, we're going to... Uh, Quick says they don't like cruiserweights, and Cynthia says, I'm so happy for Cody Rhodes. Uh, so, of course, it's either going to be Seth or Rhodes to face the tribal chief. Better be Rollins. It better be Rollins, but I bet you they're going to put Rhodes over. Or you know what? Rhodes versus Roman Reigns, SummerSlam. I'm calling it now. No, 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 because you know what? Someone would, someone, someone put it online where if he wins the belt around September, if he wins the championship belt, he would win the same 45 years later from his dad. The exact same oh. time when he won a championship 45 years later. Because that, that so happens to fall on a Monday. Or Friday. I forget the show. The day that his dad won it, 45 years later, lands exactly on a Monday or Friday. I forget which day, but it's sometime in September. Mm-hmm. I remember that, so we'll see. Uh, Breezy okay. says The Rock versus Roman Reigns. That's uh, something they're pushing. Yeah. Or so it's being thrown around. If we don't see, like, let's say it's not Rhodes or Rollins that uh, takes the belt off of the tribal chief, who do you see? being able but, who would you be okay with seeing and then who do you see well i'll tell you this if you don't if you've never watched the rock show the young rock they put they he has roman reigns on the show as a as a young kid and they they, they gave him the language he says acknowledge me on this show on the young rock as a kid talking to a, a older rock like a 20 year old rock so I can see that happening at some point, and it has to be WrestleMania because they even reference WrestleMania on that show. He goes, uh, Roman Reigns, little the little boy character, and then The Rock's character, who's a who's an uh, out of college adult, right? And Roman Reigns is like, acknowledge me, fight me, fight me, play, like come on, do a, do a Samoa drop on me, and The Rock and and The Rock's character is like, no, 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 that's a WrestleMania moment. That's exactly what he says. That's a WrestleMania. That that's something that's only big enough for WrestleMania. Yeah, a little Easter. That's that's only a moment that it's only meant for WrestleMania. That's exactly what he says on the TV show. So I can see that kind of if he can start building a storyline mid year for the maybe not this year but for next year mid year somewhere where mm-hmm. that could be a big thing. It, WrestleMania 39 is in Hollywood. Well, there you go. So maybe this coming WrestleMania, right? And WrestleMania just finished, so you got you got six months of nothing with Roman Reigns defending the belt and not losing it. 
And then somewhere you have to build a storyline. It can't be like a month, can't be two months. It has to be at least half a year where the where rocket at least has some vignettes. Royal Rumble. Yeah, exactly around that time, right? You you have to start vignettes, and the rock looks like he's going to come out and help Roman Reigns, and then he rock bottoms him, and, and someone throws him out. And that's it. Kind of situation. So maybe not for the belt, because they would, the rock would have to win that one, and they're not going to give him the belt because he's too busy. He probably wouldn't want the belt. But Doesn't definitely mean he couldn't uh, put him over. Yeah, the Rock's not gonna pull him over though. You never know. I know. I That's know his family to keep him head of the table, or I'm I'm the new head of the table now, Rock man. Uh, real quick, uh, I die quick says Cesaro needs to come back and face Roman. Uh, I need to go back and look, but I know Cesaro was just in the news. Uh, from WrestleMania, they they put out something. I didn't get to watch it today, but there's something going on with Cesaro. He, I think he's like going to make a return to an indie or something like that. I need to go back and uh, and watch it. That's good for him. He's out there making money. He's back on his Twitch, so he's he's out there putting out content. He uh, they were all doing that stuff uh, during pandemic shutdown and all that good stuff. And he 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 used to push out a lot of content. Uh, Claudio, Claudio's Cafe, shout out. Two two things, I just looked it up, two things from What Culture Wrestling is secret Reddit theory claims Cesaro has made his AEW debut uh, by being in the background and stuff uh, on a show. And that was two days ago. And three days ago, Cesaro to AEW is already being teased. Cesaro to Ring of Honor. I don't want Cesaro to get put put back in mid card again because your roster is so big. That's the problem, right? <clears throat> Anyone they bring in is mid card. Cesaro versus Samoa Joe for the television title. I'll see that. I'll watch that. All right, I'm gonna say this on to what I was saying. Uh, the Usos going after uh, RK Bro. Randy Orton versus the Tribal Chief. Randy Orton gets the dub. I'm totally okay with Randy being the one to take the title off him. For sure. I'll still, I'm, I'm okay with Randy Orton holding any belt, realistically. So, if he, if it's time for him to get the singles push again and him to turn either really bad or really to turn real bad and give him give each other a different character for a little bit, I'm okay with it. Either or. Oh, is that a good segue about a heel push? Yeah. Uh, Pushing well, heels? Before we get into that, uh, I do want to say for the few people that are watching in the Victoria area, uh, you can. I will be June 26th. It came out today at the Drifters Hall in Port Lavaca. Uh, Lucha Pro Wrestling. <laughs> Is going to be Millie comes in, gives 10 cheers. Appreciate it, Millie. Uh, your cards are on the way. They went to UPS today, uh, so they should be hopefully by next week, you know, trying to get up to Canada. Uh, but yeah, your cards are on the way. Tracking number, or it ain't real. I, I can actually go get the tracking number out of the truck. <laughs> Fucking penis head. I should have never sent you the title of that car. Just make you keep, keep guessing. Uh, and then also in San Antonio, oh man, I put it into the group. 
Do you guys remember what it was in the in the group? What are you talking about? A local wrestling event? Yes. And on oh, RCW? No, well, yeah, RCW shared it. Let's see, it's uh, Rock and Wrestling. It's a toy and collectible show. Oh yeah, uh, that's happening Saturday. Yeah, it's going on this Saturday. Brutus the Barber Beefcake uh, is one of the special guests there. Uh, so it's vintage toys and everything like that. Um, so definitely, definitely, if you're in San Antonio, check that out. Uh, and that's, uh, I believe, at Vibes. And uh, kids get in free. I think it's 12 and under for that one. Get in free. Nice. Wish I was going, but it is what it is. Now we can get into hills. And I'll start it with a bang. Who do y'all consider to be the best hill in history? Randy, uh, you're muted. Yeah. Now. Randy is muted. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. One of the best heels it made a lot of sense and he's not t i mean he's not really a wrestler but for the time he, he made a big deal vincent man vincent man to be the boss to be the boss and go against one of the biggest stars at the time right stone cold it really kind of don't go to get to get the the monday night wars really a bigger push because for the longest time, all you knew Vincent Mann as a commentator. Unless you unless you really followed wrestling, you didn't know he was the boss until he made it known. And the moment he made it known, everyone wanted to be stone cold, right? I want to flick off my boss. I want to curse him out. I want to beat him up. He played the part to a T. He was ag like he was aggressive. He he led the corporation. He led the corporate ministry. Like he. He was a part of so many things, so many storylines, and made sense. And then when he bought out WCW and he, it was the invasion thing. Like it was a whole thing. Like he's played the heel part very well. He's probably, I would say, one of. I mean, I'll say he is the best heel in the last, you know, in the past, the past decade. So, past couple of decades. So, uh, Breezy says Kurt Angle as a heel was awesome, but he does agree with you on Vince McMahon. I give it to the dirtiest player in the game, Ric Flair. I mean, come on now. You can't get to where you're at with being a nice guy. Now, I'm Silent, gonna, profiling. Uh, I do think Flair is probably one of the top heels. Uh, but I personally feel like the best heel of all time was Roddy Roddy Piper. Uh, that man, a little bit of you know, the librarian going into my, my books here. Uh mm -hmm. He did not lose cleanly until it was either WrestleMania 7 or WrestleMania 8 when he faced Bret Hart. And the only reason he took the uh, took the eye, eyes to the sky was Bret Hart was his friend in real life. Otherwise, all of his matches with Hogan, all the matches with Ultimate Warrior, every match that he lost was either DQ or Countout because he was a heel. And for some of those guys, he had personal beef, actually was being a heel to them and refused to look at the lights. What? Uh, he went with Flair. I went with Flair. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, what? I mean, what? 
besides, well, I guess you already said Vince McMahon. I was going to say, besides a wrestler, who would y'all classify as an awesome heel? Uh, Cynthia says, I hated Piper, so I agree. He was so jelly of Hogan. And that's the cons- the persona <laughs> that, that he played, but he played it to a T. Uh, but who would y'all say is, uh, and again, I know Randy says Vince. Uh, for me, it, it was Bobby the Brain Heenan. Him as a heel manager, you know, a non-manager that was a heel. I think Bobby the Brain Heenan was probably one of the best to do it. I'd go Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman, great heel. Like, you, I don't think I've ever seen him with a good guy, right? And when, when he was with a good guy, when Brock was a, I guess, half good, half bad, like, he couldn't kind of be himself. Like, he, he still, I mean, he still played it smart because he's a great talker, but Paul Heyman was always just the one to instigate, right? He was instigating everything and being the mouthpiece for a lot of people. So I think Paul Heyman, great, another great heel manager or, 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 uh, I guess just talker. For me, when it comes when when I think old school managers, because I, I mean you, the old school wrestling was where the managers were at. I mean you don't really see them new schools much anymore. Yeah, we're starting to see ballets again and all that kind of stuff. One that comes to mind for me wasn't the best, but was really up there uh, that I liked watching was uh, uh, Luna Bashan when she would come out Luna with uh, with, with um, Shawn Michaels Bam when Bam. he was heel, and he come oh, come out with Bam Bam also. Yes. Yeah, Luna Bashan, dude. I, I think no one gives her enough credit for being a, a wrestler, but definitely a, a good a good piece to add to, like, oh, man, this, this chick is crazy, and he did, she did crazy things to help whoever she was with win matches. So definitely, definitely nice, definitely nice. Yeah, My, my next one's a, a two-parter, uh, and it's funny you mentioned Bam Bam. So one is favorite hill tag team, and for me... You got to kind of go over to New Japan and stuff like that for this one. But Bam Bam and Vader Time. Uh, like that heel faction, especially over in Japan, you're these huge American outsiders uh, just squashing everybody over there in Japan. It, it was awesome. Uh, and part, sure, part sure. two of that is your favorite heel uh, stable. Okay. You want to go and finish your your bam oh, bam? I, and, yeah. Oh well, that that's all I had for for tag team. But my favorite oh, stable, sheesh. my my favorite stable <laughs> was uh was Raven's Flock. Nice. I I I enjoyed Raven's Flock. I thought that group of misfits made a lot of sense. Right. You got Kidman, Saturn, Kidman Raven. does one of the sickest shooting star presses. For sure. So I I thought that was a that was a good a good uh, definitely heel team a heel stable I guess. I'll go I'll go and I'll say my favorite. I'll say one of the best heel tag teams was DX before they were silly and funny, right? The original DX. I thought that was a great heel tag team. They talked. They were obnoxious, but they were damn good wrestlers. And you, they were like undeniable, right? They were, and even now, even as singles competitors, they were just undeniable. And because all of it was so true, and how obnoxious, and how how much they, I mean, they were part of the clique. It it kind of played 
on TV, right? You saw that, man, this, these motherfuckers, well, you know, swear jar, these bastards are, are, and they're just, they're overly confident, but for good reason. So definitely uh, one of my favorite heel, heel team, tag teams, and stables, uh, Nation of Domination. That was one of my favorite Farouk factions or, or stables. Farouk Nation? Farouk. Farouk. Because when Farouk first came out, and it was him uh, and Crush, and then kind of got D'Lo. This is before The Rock. D'Lo, and uh, then they got The Godfather, and this is before even they got Mark Henry. Like, they were overly aggressive, right? That's when they came out with everyone, like, Black, Black Panther style, and they all had the little berets and, and their black suits and all that, and then they raised the fist, and you're like, man, these dudes are, are here to kind of put the business on, on the back end, so... One of my favorite factions, and even to this day, I wish they. Even though I don't want, I guess to to sully the name of of the nation, I feel like I feel like that's a stable that could come back, and and still and still kind of hold some weight behind the name. So, uh, real quick before Fern goes, uh, chat kind of lit up for a second. Uh, Cynthia says, "I love Vicky Guerrero." Excuse me, mm-hmm. uh, I cannot do that like vicky does that shit i'm not even gonna try uh <laughs> and i quick says really hating uh sonya right now uh sonya deville of course uh quick does say shoosh uh, and then of course cynthia says nwo uh quick says never hated nwo uh cynthia says the young bucks are badasses heels they are hilarious and quick says adam cole good ass heel This is tough for me because I'm not a big fan of heel stuff. I've always been a babyface kind of guy, you know. I've always been a babyface uh, bitch, and we know it. And that's why CM Punk's <laughs> the best in the world. But as far as like uh, a tag team, I, I, I do like the Young Bucks as heels. The, the, I, I like watching them. I watch them no matter what they're doing. Uh, new school, old school though. Uh, I always try to think of old school. Uh, the Acolytes. When they were when they were throwing at old school, that was a uh, uh, Farouk and Badshaw before they went APA. That that was that was some good watching right there. Uh, with like, the ministry, like... with the ministry. The oh yes, of destruction. Oof. Yes, Oof. yes. They were vicious. They were vicious. The dominator I mean, and the, the clothesline from hell, like those are mm-hmm. some hard moves. Like they they look like they they leave a mark, right? For mm-hmm. sure. And another one that comes to mind uh, when they were in ECW was uh, uh, the Dudley Boys. They, they they were ruthless. They were ruthless too, because I mean, well, ECW they're doing everything like that, you know. Yeah. Uh, oh man, how am I? You you mentioned ECW. Uh, he fucking stabbed somebody on the end. New Jack. Thank you, New Jack. Jack. New Jack. Mm-hmm. That man. That was uh, original took... gangsters. The, the original gangsters when they came out with a trash can and uh, sh- the cheese shredder and and the mm-hmm. candlesticks. Uh, he wasn't a heel. He was a psycho. Yeah. I think that's the difference, right? He wasn't a heel. He was a psycho. Like this, I mean, R.I.P. New Jack. I know he died. So, mm-hmm. uh, as far as faction, again, not 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 a big heel person, but uh, um, main event mafia. Main event mafia was uh, something I always kept my eye on while I was watching TNA. Uh, when things were kind of slow in WWE. I really can't think of another faction that's like, oh my god, I had to watch them. But I, I like watching it because uh, AJ Styles was in there, Ric Flair was in there, 
you know, you, you had your mouthpieces in there, and it, it was it was uh, it was fun to watch. Nice, nice. Uh, real quick, how about how? Uh, I'll go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, PB says boo, and he says, "Ha, that was a mistake. <laughs> was trying to swipe off hair from my phone and swiped a boo." Uh, it's all right. We know you're trying to call us your boo. Uh, and Quick says, Edge and Christian. And definitely the brood. The brood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Very bad. Who would you say now is a great heel? Like me personally, I'm going to go, and I know a lot of people don't like him for many numerous reasons. I still think Miz is one of the, if not the best heels since the moment he came out. To the moment, I mean, till now, like, you love to hate him because you're like, this dude shouldn't be wrestling, one. And then he and then he proves himself, and you're like, this guy doesn't deserve a, a championship. And then he's a good, and then he's a good talker. And then he's good on the mic, and he, he knows how to kind of push everyone's buttons at the same time, right? You see him come out, you're like, man, I, I want to smack this guy. I want to smack this guy to the TV. But at the same time, like, he's a solid wrestler. Like he's solid. He's solid in the ring. He's definitely amazing on the mic. He's still one of my favorite heels. I mean, I know a lot of people don't like him, but definitely, definitely entertaining. And and uh, I'll say he's my pick for one of the best heels in today's era. The chat's loving the Miz right now. Yeah. Uh, yes. Totally agree. I feel like MJF really studied the Miz. He's like AEW's version of the Miz. Uh, mm-hmm. And I mean that in the highest compliment that I can. Uh, yeah. Uh, Cynthia says Jericho is one of my favorite heels. And I've talked before, like, I love Jericho as a wrestler. Uh, him making this heel turn now, he is definitely, and the, the Jericho, I don't know if the society will be my heel choice. I would have to say House of Black, since they're technically supposed to be heels. Uh even though everybody loves them, it's hard to say that they're heels, uh, but they're supposed to be playing heels. So I would say right now, nowadays, Faction, House of Black, uh, as far as singles, it'd either be Miz or MJF. If you talk about nowadays factions, I would go Black and Gold brand, Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. But they're not around Great. anymore, so they're not with this era. It is, because it happened during this era. They're well, not we're active. Talking, we're talking right now, active. Okay, par- Paragon. We'll call him Paragon right now, right? We'll call him Paragon, and we'll say Paragon's one of the best heel factions. <laughs> the undisputed elite. The, uh, undisputed, the elite, elite. undisputed elite. There you go. Because you know what? It, they're just like House of Black. Yeah, You're but, supposed to but hate them. Hold on real quick. Cynthia says, them, but... House of Black is boring to me. Not everyone likes him. But your opinion doesn't count because you like Cody Rhodes, so... We'll, we'll keep going. <laughs> That's not right. That's not right. I'm just playing. <laughs> your opinion counts. Just, just uh, mirrors. Your opinion counts, Whoa. just not your wrestling opinion. Ooh. Oh, you, you, you know hey, she's going to end up coming back on the show, right? You're, 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 gas, you're gaslighting up. You're gaslighting her. You're gaslighting We're doing a heels do- podcast right now. I, I can True. be a heel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know she's gonna come back on the show, right? That's fine. <laughs> so, but it's not a heel topic. We can't talk about that. <laughs> Burn. What do you think? What do you think? Who's the best heel right now, in your opinion? 
or one of again, the best. I, I get, again, that's difficult for me to answer because I, I just don't. It doesn't register to me for some reason. Like, I know you got to fight a bad guy. You always have to fight a bad guy. But to be like, oh, man, I can't wait to see this guy do bad. I'm, I'm, I'm not just a goody two shoe. but it, it say just Adam Cole, God, baby. So there you go. You already knew. You know what? I, just, I, can't, I can't hype anything up, dude. I can't hype anything I, up. I, I, I do like uh, Daniel Bryan's, or we'll say Daniel Bryan's turn in WWE when he became first champion or whatever. No. No, mm -hmm. I I liked with that I, belt. I thought, yeah, with that wood belt, like I one, I liked the belt. I liked that it was an interesting belt, right? It made sense for what he was going, what he was going for. But I thought that was so unexpected, right? It was so unexpected for him to make the turn after he made this, you know, after he had been out, he finally made this comeback, and he had the little the little feud with the Miz right off the back because obviously that was a nice the Miz is good a good, you know, uh, fire starter. But when he, once he turned and he had Eric Redbeard with him, I think I thought it could have really gone. It could have got pushed a lot more, and and he was a good heel because he was technical. He was a great. He's still a great wrestler, but you, it allowed him to be on the mic in a different way, right? Like kind of, you're you're. I don't know why I'm listening to your opinion because you don't care about the Earth like I do. I care about the planet. I'm the planet's champion, right? And that's a that's a that's a genius way to kind of market. All these everyone loves to hate a vegan because I know I hate vegans and people who who talk about being uh, vegan or uh, vegetarian or whatever. Get him, PB. Get him. Shout out, PB. <laughs> Dogging well, on you, PB. We're all going. Yeah. We're all turning heel this show. <laughs> exactly. You'll never but turn I, me. I think I think that was a good that was a good heel that needed to happen. I mean. And as you, much as you might hate to admit it. Hang on. This fool just said, you'll never turn me. Randy, spike his drink with with some some of that fun <laughs> juice. You, I, I, I know, Fern, I, I know you, you used to drink the Haterade. You just got to bring it back, right? Mm. It's always in the back. You just need a little, you need a little, uh, a little uh, juice to kind of get you there. <laughs> a little bit of, a little bit of that, that, I, that happy juice. I don't need none of that negative encouragement in my life, right? That's okay. <laughs> hey, like I told you before, I didn't want. I'm not here to see Bruce Banner, man. I want to see the Hulk. Okay. <laughs> so, you but as much as you might hate to admit, as much you might hate to admit, a Roman Reigns turn needed to happen. Roman Reigns turn, great heel turn. I wish it would have been John Cena. That would have made a lot more like sense. Me. Yeah, that made a lot more sense. The John Cena turn, and I thought he was, you know, when they did that uh, that fun house with uh, Bray Wyatt, yes, or the Fiend. I was like, oh, come on, the NWO, like, yes, this is a John Cena everyone wanted to at least see I one time. Of the belt, mm -hmm. exactly. So, I wish that would have happened, but I think the still the the Daniel Bryan and uh, the Roman Reigns thing. Did y'all see John Cena in NWO? I would have seen him. I would have seen it. Yeah. He would have been the whole Hogan. He would have been the whole Hogan. Yeah. He would. Have, he would have been. Everyone would have just like exactly what Hulk Hogan said. He didn't know how I was gonna go, but the moment he walked out and he did the leg drop, and everyone started throwing trash, he goes, "It worked." Like I'm not nervous anymore. It worked, and it makes a lot of sense. Like that's a. That's a. You love to hate. You love to hate him. Like everyone hates him. Mm -hmm. Everyone's like pissed off, and then you give it a week, and you're like, "Oh man," but Hogan's still Hogan. Mm -hmm. Hogan's still Hogan. He's just Hollywood. And good, good heel turn. I like that heel turn for sure. I like Hollywood that they Hogan. added Hollywood to the name. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, yes. Especially after all his movie flops. <laughs> he had to, right? No <laughs> No, Mr. Nanny? Mr. Hey, Nanny? I watched Commando. Thunder in, in Paradise, all right? Thunder in Paradise. There you go. The, was that the TV show or the yeah, movie? No, that was the TV show with the, the TV boat. show, right? With Sting? With Sting? I know Sting was on it. There was a couple of oh, cameos. From, there were a couple of wrestlers, right? Wrestlers, yeah. Because he couldn't get uh, uh, other real actors to come on with him. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, y'all didn't watch Suburban Commando? That was another one. Suburban Commando. Uh, hey, let's not, let's not forget Rocky. Came out in Rocky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, guys, is there any other hills that you can think of? Or chat, is there any other hills y'all can think of that y'all want us to talk about? We've been going Mm. for an hour and 20 minutes now, is what the timer says. The Seth Rollin turn. I like that turn. Seth Rollin turn on the shield. That was a great great moment. Exactly, right? And, and then and then to align yourself with another great heel in Randy Orton and Triple H, yep. That was that was smart. That was that was a good heel turn. I mean, that's all I got, really. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a lot more that we haven't like scratched the surface, but we're just going off the top of the dome. Yeah, yeah. Just the things that stick out to us. I'm pretty sure if we were. Uh, I don't know. Spend a couple of a couple of hours in the librarian's library over there. I'm pretty sure we come out with a lot more content, but I don't think everybody wants to hear all that noise. <laughs> yeah. Like you bunch of nerds, get off the damn computer, you bunch of nerds. Yeah, definitely trying to. Uh, again, I uh, I dropped in the tidbit about Roddy Piper, but I'm trying to keep the uh, nerd knowledge down a bit. Uh, <laughs> I die quick says Alexa. Alexa Bliss's heel turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlotte, Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. I, I think she makes a great heel. Edge, big Edge's t- turn. Big time backs. Big time backs, yeah. Mm-hmm. Edge's turn when he became rated R superstar. Uh-huh. Not this, not this new one, but when he became rated R superstar, and then he got Lita with him. Mm-hmm. Good heels, right? Good heels. And they the good old uh, champion. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. The championship live on Raw, uh, live yeah. on Raw, where they were celebrating, celebrating the championship in Matt Hardy's face, dirty style. Charlotte Flair, she's just like her daddy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sasha Banks in, in NXT was a good heel turn. Ah, yeah. When uh, uh oh, Bailey uh, turning thank heel. Thank you. That's who I was trying to think of. Bailey, yeah. when she cut her hair, when she cut her hair, and then she started getting rid of the the little wacky waving inflatable arm flame two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> when she went out and cut them all, when when she turned heel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. When she had the Karen haircut. The Karen hair, and she still has that Karen haircut. Mm-hmm. I saw I saw on that wedding picture with uh, Graves and and Camilla or Camilla Carmela 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 Mella's money. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Any good heel turns that you remember that, that started off as good guys and then made the heel turn rather than people who just came in heel? That kind of stood out to you. Shawn Michaels to me. Mm-hmm. And the, the Mario Gennetti and uh, whatever whatever Bar- uh, the Beefcakes show was called. Mm-hmm. The Barbershop. The Barbershop. There you go. Mm-hmm. Put his head through the window. Or the super kick. 
Yeah, super, super kick. kick, super kick, super kick. Yep. That was a good nice. That was a nice turn. That was that was definitely unexpected. My bad. I was thinking of the uh, the intro of uh, BTE where the young bucks uh, do that, or they they re re create it, recreate it. Yeah, put his head through the window. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, there's there's, there's there's so much more, dude. There, there's there's so much more that we're not even touching. Hey, l- well, let me ask Paul you something. Bear dude. turning on the Undertaker. Oh, oh, that that was, and that was a good manager turn. Like that's a good manager turn. Uh, is there a heel that has never gone babyface? Like that's always been a heel. Wouldn't it be the Miz? I've never seen the Miz as a babyface. Okay, okay. You could technically probably say he was a tweener. Wiener. But never, but never full yeah. baby. Not, not full baby. I don't think so. Not that I can ever I, remember. He's always been a bad guy from being a tag team to solo. Like I haven't, and in his little factions with Alex Shelley when he had that one. So, and then when he had Bo Dallas and uh, Curtis Axel. Curtis Axel. So, I don't know. I, I think he's like the only one I can think of who never went baby. Hmm. Okay. How about uh is there a heel that doesn't talk? And do all heels have mic skills? Not all heels have mic skills. Mm-hmm. Kane didn't talk for the longest time. <laughs> I remember he had that thing for his throat and he was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that made, hey, but you know what? It went with a storyline and it was genius. Yeah. It was genius. I was in the fire. You left me in the fire. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so you grab your vape and do it. Oh, don't, don't know what you're talking about there. Get on, on. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, Boomhauer. <laughs> oh, what did that uh, South Park? Oh, yeah. Jimbo. 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 Not Jimbo, his but little... his other buddy. Yeah. His little hunting buddy. Has it. Oh, got that little thing here. I'm going to throw it on. <laughs> yes, this is a family show. <laughs> well, guys, we have been going for an hour and twenty-five minutes. You, yeah. Ned. There you go. Thank you, PB. Yes, it's Ned, Jimbo, and Ned. Uh, I do want to say again, thank you to everybody in the chat that's been uh, lighting it up today. Here. Yeah. Yes. Uh, of course, uh, we're back to being a three-piece. Gabe, unfortunately, has, uh, again, unfortunately having to drop due to time constraints, as we're thrilled to say he at least is, is moving on in life with promotion to to his work and everything like that. So we totally, totally get it. Uh, we love you, Gabe. Yep. Not, nothing but love. He's always going to be, be family here and always going to be welcome back anytime he's got time to jump on the show. Uh, we'll definitely see him hopefully in the in the future. Uh, yeah, PB says he could have at least stopped by. Piece of shit. We're all turning heel on him. This motherfucker. This was his show. He was supposed to talk about heels. Now we're gonna heel turn on him. Yep. We. I, we I feel like I feel this... like the swear jar is super packed today. Yep. Super packed today. <laughs> Overflowing. <laughs> He turned heel on us. He was like, "Oh, y'all, y'all hooked me up with a camera and a new mic setup. I quit. Fuck y'all." Yep. <laughs> hey, hey guys, th- today's my show, and uh, I'm just letting you know, like, man, about maybe 40 minutes before the show, uh, this is it. I'm done. 
Good luck, guys. Yeah. And he just he gave it he gave it the Guido Italian little fu. You know? <laughs> the good old. Yeah, the arm a little, little bit of that, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, but hey, uh, <laughs> forget good about luck it. what you're doing, Gabe. Good luck what you're doing. I, you know, we I know we only wish you the best, and I'm back. I mean, you're, you're still a brother, and uh, right. just like brothers, just like brothers, we're still gonna talk shit about you. That's right, brothers and arms, your back. Either, either way, we're, we're, you're gonna hear on the show, and, you're, and we're gonna make it known, make it public that I love you and I hate you at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, super stoked that you know you got the promotion, you know. I hope your first day in, you wreck your car and you're late and you get in trouble. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope bad things happen to you and only you. <laughs> hate, 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 Breezy says, ha, 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 JK, that's my brother, ha, ha, fuck shit, balls, ass hairs, filling the jar up. That's right. Ass hairs. Ass Harry. <laughs> well, I, I know, guys. Next week, it's my. Sh- I guess I'll be leading the show next week. I believe. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what we're going to get into. I tell you what we're going to get into. We're going to get into commentators. Ass hairs. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess you can call them that. You call them that <laughs> back in the day, but uh, commentators and what impact they had on wrestling, certain wrestlers, and storylines. I feel like that's something that we can really dive deep into because. I mean, the people you hear, you might be live and you don't hear anything, but when you're watching the show, you're going to hear, the first thing you hear is the commentators. You don't hear what's going on in the ring. So mm-hmm. they're the ones that keep you up with the action. They kind of talk about the new moves list, right? You, when someone does a new move, you don't know what it's called. And so the commentator says, hey, this is the Red Arrow. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Is that is that the Stone Cold Stunner? Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it may be, those 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 legendary moments, those those. WrestleMania moments, those those yeah, Hall I, of Fame moments when you're iconic moments. I would have never iconic used moments. the term slobber knocker if it wasn't for Jr. Mm-hmm. Exactly, or stomping a mud hole in you. Right? You would use slobber knocker, but not in a wrestling term. <laughs> <laughs> Family show. Family show. We went hills. We went hills this episode, so not hey, family. Wh- whatever it takes for you to get a promotion, Gabe. Yeah, <laughs> I I he, guess Gabe is a slobber knocker. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, definitely one thing I I'm gonna want to touch on is uh, Jr. and King like being when Owen fell. Ah, for yes, sure. I'm having to carry the show after. Oof. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of moments that happen in the ring that I mean, like you said, it's iconic. And we're definitely going to touch on all those all those moments, and we're going to kind of just get into what you know the experiences as a kid, and maybe if you were there live and you saw some shows, and then you went back and watched it when you went home, you're like, oh, this kind of put a lot more context in it when you're watching it. So. Yeah. Well, again, thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, again. We're, Muchos gracias. We're at 86, creeping our way to 100 and 52 on YouTube. Uh, so another chance. We're, we're basically going to end up giving away 100 bucks once YouTube reaches 100, Twitch hits 100, 50 bucks each. Uh, so definitely. All right, you can get your Nintendo card or your Steam card or your Sega Genesis card or your Dreamcast card. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. 
Hell just yeah. like and subscribe, right? Just like and subscribe. That's, we'll, we'll, that's all you gotta do. That's all you gotta do. If you like Eric. the content, hell, if you hate the content, you want to talk shit to all of us. We're mm -hmm. on there. Go ahead and say, man, I hate re retro relapse. He looks like a jackass because I know I say it to him in person all the time. So oh, I'm sure I'm not the only one that feels like that all the time. So join me on being a hater, drinking your haterade, or you know. Just coming along for the ride and enjoying the content. And it, it's you know, okay yeah. if you bring the hate. I still sleep at night. There you go. He's lying. I don't he welcome it, though. He, I cry. He, he calls me at like 3, 4 in the morning crying and shit. Dude, did I do good on the show? I'm so worried. <laughs> and Cody cries with me there. Yes, you did. I did well, too. Yep. <laughs> uh, I just forward his calls to to our old boss, Val. <laughs> Here we go. Well, and on that note, that. guys, we will see you next week. <laughs> yep. We're out, guys. Appreciate everybody. And, uh, Cynthia says retro relapse. I love you. Like I said, her I opinion you, doesn't matter. <laughs> I love you, sweetheart. <laughs>